Hello and welcome to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. Getting into today's top stories, Tuesday was a good night for Iowa's Republicans, holding on to many federal positions, capturing the Attorney General's office, the Treasurer of State's office, and winning a state constitutional amendment that subjects gun right infringements to a doctrine of strict scrutiny, the highest legal standard a court can apply. As of Wednesday morning, U.S. House of Representative District 3 and Auditor of State Races are only remaining contest. Democrats can win. Both are too close to call at the time of writing. Washington County voted red in every race on the ballot, with no Democrats winning the county up or down the ticket. The results installed Heather Hora to State House District 92 and State Senator Don Driscoll to State Senate District 46. Voter turnout was slightly lower than the last uh, off-year election cycle, 57.8% in the county compared to 2018's historic high of 61.22%. With all involved Washington, Johnson, and Iowa County precincts reporting, State Senator Don Driscoll won the race for State Senate District 46 in a 14,798 votes to 12,497 votes unofficial tally set for approval by respective county supervisors in the coming weeks. The Republicans' campaign promise of a heartbeat abortion bill, lower taxes, and school choice won voters in the rural red district, where her status as a top recipient of Republican Party ad purchases helped spread a message and energized her base. Driscoll's victory oust Democratic uh, Senator Kevin Kinney, who had a home field advantage after redistricting, but whose campaign message of centrism was lost on many conservative voters in the recently redrawn electorate. Kinney said he was disappointed but accepted the result. Republican poster child Heather Horrock came out far ahead in the general election, finishing with a strong 7,209 votes to 4,858 in results from Washington and parts of Johnson County. The conservative's conservative, in her own words, promised voters a strict adherence to the party platform, winning Governor Kim Reynolds' endorsement with a campaign focused on issues like school vouchers, restricted abortions, and a desire to, quote, give people a hand up, not a hand out. With her first experience in public office now in sight, Hora said she would serve all her constituents, whoever they voted for. Eileen Barron, Hora's Democratic opponent from Kelowna, was considered a long-shot bid by many following her nomination by the party weeks after primaries finished, while she hoped to sway some independents with a campaign on common concerns. She did not outperform Hora's energized followers. Looking at Mount Pleasant now, Republican Jeff Shipley retained his seat in the Iowa House with 6,437 votes from Henry Jefferson and Van Buren County compared to Democratic candidate Mike Heaton's 500-1,051 votes. With the redistricting, Shipley won over new territory in Heaton's home territory of Henry County with a difference of 748 votes. Heaton's campaign, however, put up a fight in Jefferson County with 843 more votes than Shipley. Shipley did gain votes overall in Jefferson County compared to numbers from the last election. While Heaton is disappointed at the loss, he is proud of the coalition of people that surrounded him on the campaign trail. We feel proud, Heaton said. These are people that felt like they weren't heard in their communities, and we are going to build on this. As an active participant in the Mount Pleasant community, Heaton Heaton plans to continue to rally together his coalition of people who feel marginalized. I also wish to thank my opponent Mike Keaton and his supporters for a strong campaign and passion for rural Iowa, Shipley said. Shipley has served as an Iowa House representative since 2019. He has served on the Education, Local Government, and Natural Resources Committee for the 80th General Assembly. Republican Adrian Dickey has defeated his Democratic challenger, Rich Taylor, in the race for the Iowa Senate District 44. Dickey received 15,311 votes, about 66%, to Taylor's 7,695, about 33%. 
Taylor, a resident of Mount Pleasant, who has previously served in the Iowa Senate, could not unseat the incumbent Dickey of Packwood from the new District 44, which covers all of Van Buren, Jefferson, and Keokuk counties, the southwest corner of Henry County, including Mount Pleasant, and the eastern half of Mahaska County, including Oskaloosa. Dickey was first elected to the Senate in January during a special election to replace Marionette Miller-Meeks, who had left her Iowa Senate seat upon winning a race for the U.S. House of Representatives. Dickey recalled that it was the first election in the entire country after President Joe Biden took office, and Dickey felt that his victory at the time was a testament to how voters felt about him and also how they felt about President Biden. Dickey said that the number one issue he heard about from voters was inflation, which is something the state government has no control over. We're going to take a brief break, and when we come back, we'll have the weather and sports. Since 1905, Kelowna Cooperative Technology Company has helped our community stay connected with the latest advancements in clear, dependable telecommunications services. KCTC provides rural Iowans with access to high-speed fiber internet, as well as phone, television, computer repair, and cybersecurity solutions. We're also proud supporters of local organizations and area schools within the community. KCTC, keeping Kelowna connected. At the Capper Auto Group, we put our customers' needs first and understand that everyone is as different as the vehicle they select. We offer new Ford, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Jeep, Chrysler, Dodge, and Ram vehicles in a friendly environment that puts you in the driver's seat. When it comes to service, we maintain factory-trained technicians and competitive pricing. The Capper Auto Group still believes that service after the sale provides the best customer experience. Come see the Capper experience for yourself. Hospice isn't a place, it's a type of care that focuses on living. Servicing a seven-county area, the Hospice of Washington County staff of nurses, social work, hospice aides, spiritual and grief support, volunteers, music and massage therapists are able to provide free end-of-life care where the patient lives. We write wills, give consent for organ donation, but rarely is there a plan for what we would want the final phase of our lives. At Hospice of Washington County, we encourage our patients to be in charge of their health care decisions while maintaining quality of life. Hello and welcome back to the Southeast Iowa Union News Break. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. It is now time for obituaries. Kenneth Joseph Stalder of Huxley passed away on October 24th at the age of 59. Greatside services will be held at 11 a.m. November 12th at St. Joseph's Cemetery in East Pleasant Plain. Gold Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements. Edith, Edith Rose Shanholzer of Mount Pleasant passed away on November 6th at the age of 98. Services will be held at a later date. Murphy Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements. David Kenneth Luckman passed away on November 6th at the age of 80. Greatside services will be held at 11 a.m. November 10th at Evergreen Cemetery. Banner Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements. That was obituaries. It is now time for the weather. The weather is brought to you by Jacqueline Ariola LLC. Come visit Jackie in her new location downtown. She is ready to serve Washington and the surrounding community. Today we've had some great weather and you better enjoy it while it's here because it is about to get cold. Today's high was 76 with partly cloudy skies. Tomorrow it will remain in the 70s but drop to 24 degrees overnight. Thunderstorms are back in the forecast with an 80% chance. 
and on Friday the sun will make its return, but the high will be only 35. Temperatures in the mid-30s will be the new normal this weekend, with Saturday's high being 33 and Sunday's high being 35, with partly cloudy skies on both days. We're going to take another brief break, and when we come back, we'll have sports. Federation Bank is a locally owned bank providing award-winning customer service. We believe that we are more than just a federation of banks, but a federation of communities, serving Brighton, Richland, Wellman, Washington, Iowa. Federation Bank's highly skilled staff is here to make sure you are able to accomplish your personal and professional goals, whatever they may be. Federation Bank, your family bank. Family owned and operated by Andy and Sarah Ross, Ross Auto has been your vehicle repair and maintenance headquarters since 1935. We specialize in all makes of cars and light duty trucks. With our variety of available services, let us help you keep rolling and your vehicle operating efficiently. Services include general auto repair, alignments, brakes, fuel injection, and more. Schedule your appointment today at 319-653-5656. That's 319-653-5656. back to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. It is now time for sports. Sports. Brought to you by Fairway. The Iowa Wesleyan men's basketball team hadn't been shooting the ball well as of late despite a pair of wins last week, but a resurgence of the outside shot combined with another stellar defensive output led the Tigers to victory on Tuesday night. The Tigers hit 11 three-pointers in a 74-54 route of Culver-Stockton, their third home win in seven days. Defensively, it was the third straight game that the Tigers have kept their opponents under 65. Iowa Wesleyan has done that in all four of its wins. Pickens finished the night with 19 points and five assists to lead the Tigers. Brown scored 14 points and led the team with six rebounds. Victor Munoz, Victor Munoz finished with 10 points to give the Tigers three players in double digits. James Evans II was perfect 3-for-3 three three from downtown for a 9-point outing. Henry Shannon scored 9 as well. Dylan Hurley finished with 6. Eric Howard scored 4. And Kara Locke finished with 3. Iowa Wesson is now 4-1 on the year. They'll face East Wesson University on Friday and Columbia College on Saturday as part of the Culver-Stockton Classic. That is the news for Southeast Iowa. I've been your host, Nick Steffens. This is the Southeast Iowa Union Newsbreak, and I'll see you next time.